Before we begin our discussion of the 2007 film Funny Games, we would like to mention that this episode is sponsored by Audible.com. If anybody doesn't know, I'm sure most people do at least, Audible is a application or a website that you can use on your phone or computer that you can get access to audiobooks. Every month they will give you one free new book to try and listen to. Audible doesn't only do audiobooks, they also have comedy, self-help, fitness programs, wellness programs. Something I got into recently, I also love true crime as well as horror. I think that kind of goes hand in hand with our genre. Mm -hmm. Something I recommend with your free trial that you can get through us, which we will let you know our link in a moment. There is a book called I'm a Therapist and My Patient is Going to Be the Next School Shooter. Six Patient Files That Will Keep You Up at Night by Dr. Harper. That is available on Audible. And again, you can get that through our free trial. And to get your free trial, it is 30 days through our link. It is audibletrial.com slash the extra sisters. And that is T-H-E-E-X-O-R-C-I-S-T-E-R-S. And we just want to give a huge thank you to audible.com for the sponsorship. Mm -hmm. My name is Vanda. And I'm Kristen. And we, we are, are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 80. And in this episode, we are going to be discussing the 2007 remake mm-hmm. of a, I believe, 1997 yep. film. Exactly a decade later. Yeah. It is called Funny Games. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> very violent. I find it very funny. Well, okay. But like, if but like, you I'm were crazy. in it, like, it would not be funny. Yeah. The games would not be funny at <laughs> all. <laughs> the games are not fun. Starring and produced by Naomi Watts. She was an executive producer, hmm. which good on her. Yeah. Because females doing this kind of shit is, mm-hmm. especially, na- like, na- not the type like Naomi Watts, but when you think of, not like, A-list people. horror or A-list actresses, yeah. they're usually not doing shit like this. Yeah. But this is a pretty brutal film, and I just wanted to mention before we got into this, this was one of the very first, if not the first, horror film we watched together as friends. Mm-hmm based on your recommendation. Right. I think the first thing we watched was like Hush or something You're on right. Netflix. It was Hush, yeah. But when we started actually going, have you seen this? Have you seen this? I I was, first and foremost, I was like, have you seen Funny Games? And I had not. You're going to watch Funny Games. <laughs> yep. And this is actually the first time I have watched it since then. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So this film is kind of one of those, it's very similar to The Strangers, which came in 2008, actually mm-hmm. after this. So I'm sure The Strangers took a lot of... Right. Inspiration from this and also the 97 film, which I have not seen. Have you seen the original? I have not. We were going to talk about the one from 97 for this episode, and then we decided, eh, let's just talk about the one that we do know. Which we'll get, I'm sure that we'll get there eventually. eventually. But we have, if you've seen the 97 film, let us know what you think. But mm-hmm. if you've also seen the remake and the original, I'd be especially interested to know how you feel about both of them. I mean, I have them. heard that it is a scene by scene recreation, so I'm sure it's not so Super different. different. Yeah. yeah. So maybe just the acting. Yeah, you know? or like the opening crazy music after oh, all the... <laughs> yeah. So it opens with this family, and they are headed to their vacation, like, lake home. Oh, yeah. And these they are, like, guessing... Yuppies. Yes. They're, like, putting in these classical 
music pieces and operas and they're like who is this and he's like is it Vivaldi yes but which Vivaldi piece oh, yeah. and then the it's like very peaceful and, and then all of a sudden bleh, there's like all this like crazy thrash metal that comes on that is actually the first why I watched this movie was because a friend of mine in high school had seen the preview and that's all he was excited about was the music that went along with it really? so he took me to see it and he was like we have to see this movie and I actually really liked it he he was you? bored at the end. He's like, I just wanted to listen to music. But I was like, I fucking loved that movie. But the movie, <laughs> did you pay attention exactly. to the actual film? I really enjoy, like, strangers type movies. Like, just the simplicity of mm-hmm. one set, mm-hmm. you know, and just... Somebody coming to just mess up your world. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's simple. Th- there's something so terrifying about that. I remember, mm-hmm. I know I keep talking about this, but I remember... The Strangers, when that came out, the I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it in my home for the first time with a group of friends. And it being one of the scariest goddamn movies yeah. I could remember seeing up movie. to that point. And this kind of is along those lines. Can you imagine mm-hmm. being in this situation, trapped in your own home with these fucking psychopaths, yeah. not being able to escape, and them... They don't hurt them quite well. <laughs> they do. They do, but like you know, it it's a little. They just they go from like game. zero to sixty very quickly, though. Mm-hmm. You know, for it's slow goings, and then all of a sudden it's like, bam. Well, it's because it's a game, right? They bet that this family will be alive, and the family has to, you know. We, I do bet it. you'll be dead by this amount of time, and then the family's like, um, um, we're gonna live. That that's the bet. That's the game. Yeah. So. And then there's mini games throughout it. Little mini games, like it's fucking Pokemon Stadium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when we used to pop CDs in in the car, though? Like yeah. they were on a road trip? Yeah. That just was, you know, 07. Then flip phones. I still do that. Oh, I don't. I listen to Spotify now. I'm sorry. That, that's why you miss out on the radio and things like that. Yeah, I have no idea what songs are now. I listen to, yep. well, th- that's because I listen to the same shit that I was listening to in like 06, mm-hmm. you know? So I just don't shake it up. Or the Beatles. Like, I don't listen to anything except for the same shit I've been listening to my mm-hmm. entire life. Also, the font that mm-hmm. they, like, that switches the music and then the font is, like, so abrasive. So, you know, you're just, like, in for it. Right. They When they're driving, they stop at the neighbors quickly just in their car. And you see their, I said, the neighbors are being strange and there are some strange strangers. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> strange strangers. I feel like. I'm not using, I'm not describing the situation but well enough. There's a family, they're so hoity-toity, they're like, we're going to launch the boat. We've got to launch the boat, are you going to be the at the golf tournament exactly. in the morning? I was like, this is a white people's shit right she, here. Even, the family even wears the most, oh my god, the outfits. Like the mm-hmm. white converse and the tennis shoe outfit, because you got to go play tennis. And it's so perfect and pristine and white bright this whole time mm-hmm. until the bad stuff starts happening and then it gets darker which is cool yeah for sure it's very intent like everything is so mm-hmm. deliberate here and there are these two men but they're young men mm-hmm. like college age like very early 20s right and the neighbors are like uh yeah we'll be the thing yeah. and they're like what the fuck is their problem? Which you know, after watching the movie, they were being they're being tortured right now. Yeah, they're playing the game. They're like, please help. <laughs> exactly. Please help us. But they can't say anything because exactly. then they'll get killed. Mm-hmm. And then these two guys that they see, 
come over and they're like, oh, they sent us, they need eggs. And this whole egg scene, mm-hmm. the secondhand awkwardness. Oh, yeah. And it's so long. It's so long. Yeah. But even before he gets in there for the eggs, you hear your dog freaking out. Pay attention to your dog. Don't just be like, shut up. How many times we got to say it in this podcast? Pay attention to your fucking animals. <laughs> so these two men, one of them comes over and says, hey, the neighbor sent me for eggs. And she kind of saw that there were other people. So she doesn't really think anything of it. She gives him four eggs. He drops them. She's like, fine. Take more eggs. Then he knocks her phone into but some he's water. he's creeping her out this whole time. Since she met him at the door, the screen door, before she gave him the eggs. Yeah. Listen to that. Yeah. And he, when he knocks her phone in the water, you're like, okay, now we can't call for help. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, fuck. Because mm-hmm. this is the age where people have started to get rid of their landlines. Right. Because we're in, like I said, 2007. And, and so they're rich. Most adults have started to get cell phones yeah. at this point. And like, yeah, they're rich. They're rich. They're going up to their summer home. They don't why would you have a landline at your summer home? Yeah. Especially when you have a cell phone. Exactly. Yeah. He's a smart, awkward maniac. <laughs> and then the other one comes over and she starts to get a little aggressive with him because he breaks more eggs mm-hmm. and he won't leave. And, and it's these tall, powerful-looking teenagers and you're a woman alone in this household with your husband and son out on a boat. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be really nervous. Yeah, and she starts to get aggressive and the other guy comes over who's kind of the more dominant one of the two. We don't really get their names, by the way, you guys. They're... Tom and Jerry, they're Beavis and Butthead, they're Peter and Paul. That's all you hear is double names like that, but we don't know what their names are. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, ever. And they immediately start fucking shit up. So he's like, oh my God, look at those golf clubs. They're so nice. Can I go test one? And then he goes out and kills the dog. Yep. Immediately. Yep. And when the husband comes inside, he is- Because he heard the dog. Yeah. Which right then and there, I'd be like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Get out. Like, the wife fucking knows. Yeah. You have to know. She's creeped out. She's, okay, I'm not saying men don't have instincts, because I know y'all do, Mm -hmm. but women, especially with men, have, I think, deeper instincts. And we kind of, we have to listen to them. I feel like men can sometimes ignore it and get away with it. We still have to listen to it. Especially when we're alone. Exactly. And the husband comes back and the wife is basically telling him this. Kick them out. Get them out of here. I feel like I fucking told Connor. I was like, if I acted like that, what would you do? He's like, I'd fucking kick him out. Exactly. Why is her husband being such a fucking pussy right now and not? He's just like, wait, wait, wait. Let's hear it out. No, that's your property. Throw them out. Yeah. Because they're... They're talking about golf and they're all in white and they're like, oh, we were just looking at the golf clubs and she's overreacting and she's being crazy because it's easy to blame being crazy on a woman. Yes. You, you're you not listening to your wife. Not, he's not and strong this res- whole time. And you clearly respect your wife. Right? A lot. He does. It's not like exactly. she, she, or it's not like he thinks that she's not intelligent or, you know, powerful. He does. Yeah. And this whole time, I understand he gets hurt badly hurt oh, right here. really fast. Yeah. But even throughout the movie, he's not standing up. No. For 
like she takes control pretty quickly standing up for any of this yeah and i'm not sure if it's the same way in the 97 funny games Mm -hmm. if the woman is a little bit more honestly neither one of them are that great the kid is honestly the best the, the bravest and you know he dies pretty fast yeah unfortunately pays for that he finally does stand up to them and he's like, okay, get the fuck out. And he slaps one of them for being disrespectful. And then he gets fucking golf clubbed in the kneecap, which is why he gets down and out so fast. Because yeah. now he can't even walk for the remainder of this film. And we're still within the first like 15, 20 minutes. Of right, this exactly. Film. So now he's taken out. So you've got the man just immobile right away. And now they know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the what I really enjoy about this film is, you know, because I've already established this comparison, I'm just going to keep comparing. When we talk about The Strangers, that did take a little bit to ramp yeah. up in at least their attacks. This really doesn't. You get the, right. oh, we're here to borrow eggs, and then kneecapped. Right, And exactly. then right after this, she goes looking for the dog, and the first game starts. It's hot and cold. Well, actually, not even the first game. He said, oh, we're going to start with politeness. And if you're polite to me, nothing happens. But then he gets slapped and then he gets kneecapped. Right. And with the golf club. So that was actually really the first test. But they, the first game game is, this is one of my favorite games as a child, by the way, was hiding something and doing hot and cold. But she has to do that with her dog's body and it falls out of the trunk of their car, which was awful. She fucking, before she even goes out though, he makes a point of saying, this is going to be our next game. Where's the dog? And she goes, all she says is, where is he? And then it switches to her looking. Fuck, where is he? She's right next to the kitchen where there are knives. I would grab a fucking knife and stab him in the chest. There are so many opportunities where she could have yeah. stabbed one of them. Yes, And exactly. she doesn't. Yeah. You know, at this point, if I even think my dog is dead after, okay, after you've kneecapped my husband, we've already done that. You're a hostile. Yes. You are out to hurt us. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hurt you first. And because you then something with my dog? Then, I don't even know. First of all, you can clearly evaluate and analyze these two people. Mm-hmm. The tall blonde one is the dominant. Right. So if you take out the tall blonde one, the other one may do something, but right. he's going to be easier exactly. because he's clearly a subordinate. And he's more emotional. So he'd probably just be sad over his friend for a second while you beat him with a golf club or something. Like mm-hmm. that's your opportunity. Yeah. And I'm not saying I have actually notes about this later. I'm not saying that I would just spring into action. I'm not sure if my fight or flight would be, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not sure which, but I would like to, you know, as a horror movie person, be able to look at these yeah. situations a little bit differently, you know. Well, even back to before the husband gets hurt, he is out on the boat with his son and they have a knife out there. You hear your dog yell like that. Grab, grab the, the knife, knife and go. Yeah. Like, it can't be anything good. It's if it's a wild animal, you want a say, knife. It it's an, an animal. a person, you want a knife. Yeah, absolutely. And this movie starts pretty quickly with a lot of fourth wall breaks, too, which is a very interesting That's so much editing. Fun. Yeah. So fun. Because when she's looking for the dog, he looks behind him at the camera and smirks. And I mm-hmm. was like, was it me? <laughs> but then that becomes much more clear yes. because he actually will talk to you as the audience member very deliberately. Yes. Which is really fun as an audience mm-hmm. member because he actually talks about plot points. He's right. like, oh, you want an ending, don't you? Exactly. Later on in the film, which is fun. Yeah. And it brings in even cooler fourth wall breaks, which we'll get to because it's awesome. Yeah. 
And then after that, they sit them all in the living room and they punish the dad for not being polite by hurting his knee over and over and over. So we're still, you know, you have to play by our rules. And then there are more fourth wall breaks. They make a bet that the family will be dead in 12 hours. And they even make a point to look at the camera and bet in the audience being on their side. So Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I bet they're on your side or you're on their side. Which they're not wrong. We are a horror audience. Don't we want to see the deaths? We do. Mm Mm-hmm. There's another game called Cat in the Bag where the dad's name is George and the son's name is George. And so to distinguish them, they call the son Georgie. Mm -hmm. And he's probably nine or ten. Probably about that, yeah. Yeah. And they put his head in the bag and they make the wife take her clothes off. Mm -hmm. Now, this movie is not rapey. Their goal is to humiliate. Right, They don't want to rape her or sexually assault her. They make fun of her having little fat on her and stuff like that yeah they being old and they're like i bet you don't have any rolls on you at all and they're like nope look at that perfect body Mm -hmm. you know that's that type of thing but that kid's fucking smart and he pees on the guy that's holding him so that he can fucking get out and he runs away and i'm like go kid go and what he didn't pee because he was scared he peed because he's like if i do that they're gonna let me me anymore Honestly, I made a note of this, and, and this may not be true, especially because this is all about... And she, at, she doesn't know if they're going to assault her or not. Right, exactly. But at this point, like, I think I'd fucking own it. Like, maybe not because it's awful and dehumanizing, but they want to see... They want to see you cry and be humiliated mm-hmm. taking your clothes off. I'd be like, all right, bitch. Mm-hmm. Fine. Walk around fucking naked. Exactly. Be like, this is my house. Especially I'll be naked. They're holding your baby and they're threatening your husband. Just fucking take your clothes off. Like, it could be so much worse. They're just Just tits. take your shirt off. They're just boobies. Exactly. Like, you know? Exactly. I, I, and I know that's awful and it's very different in an assaulty type situation. Because even this situation is different than, like, I spit on your grave first. Right, exactly. You know, you... They don't seem yeah. like they and want to assault exactly. you. Exactly. She doesn't know that in the beginning. I, I agree with you. Yeah. But still, fucking take your shirt off. They have your kid. Like, exactly. You know, if it was just me, I might be a little. But when they got my baby, okay. Exactly. Here are my boobs. Exactly. This is my vagina. Like, <laughs> you know. Exactly. Like, and I'm, but again, I know that, that I'm not saying that it wouldn't be horrible. But I'm, you know. Right. But even then, the husband's so terrible. He doesn't even try to defend her. I'm not saying even that you should in that scenario. I think she should just off with the clothes. But they tell him, they're like, tell your wife to undress. And he goes, undress, honey. It's like, you can't even, (laughs) nothing. You're not even going to try. Yeah. You're just going to watch your wife get raped and your son held. Okay. Yeah. And like the kid wetting himself or shitting himself or whatever he did, I think he just peed himself. Mm -hmm. But super genius. And because he fucking takes off. Yes, he he does. And he goes to the neighbor's house and there's this chase scene through the neighbor's house. And it does an incredibly effective job at building anxiety. Now, these are the neighbors that we just saw previously in the morning. They did. Oh, they did. Yeah. Super did. It's just a couple. They don't have any kids, but it is a a couple. No, they have a daughter because he finds the Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Poor kid. Yeah. But yeah, he has to get there through this river basically that connects them and gets under their fence and he's even smart here he sees as he's wandering through the house he's leaving puddles and he whips his pants off he's like fuck like can't do that shit he's really smart he even gets a gun granted that gun ends up not helping and hurting him in the end but yeah he tries really he hard tries he just so doesn't hard. unfortunately know how to work a shotgun exactly and there's an interesting so paul is what we're calling him now the tall blonde one that is kind of the dominant yeah yeah 
he plays the same screaming thrash metal as in the opening credits. And Georgie has a shotgun, but of course he doesn't know how to use it. And Paul knows that and even tells him how to cock it. Mm-hmm. And I made a note here that the actor that plays Georgie is fantastic. Yeah. And the terror in his face is very real. It looks yeah, this very monster real. is coming at you and this is the only protection you have. Yes. And... They bring the shotgun back and they do the eeny, meeny, miny, mo with the shotgun because they throw Georgie back yeah, on the couch. because we have more games. Mm-hmm. But you always got to count up and they don't do that. Unfortunately, Paul goes to the kitchen and while he's in there, the shotgun goes off. And there's this really artistic shot that I really was one of my favorites of the film. You don't know at this point who was shot mm-hmm. because it goes silent mm-hmm. other than Paul being like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I think you can hear her crying, so you know it's not her. Correct. Like, that's it. You're like, okay, one of the guys just got it. Either yep. the son or the husband. There is a really long shot of their TV and bookshelf with blood on it for a long mm-hmm. time. And then the guys actually leave. Mm-hmm. And you kind of see her get up and try to continue moving and take control of the situation but georgie the child was shot right in front of his parents yeah and his body's now just laying there Uh uh-huh and at this point george kind of gives up yeah and i don't necessarily blame him right if my child was shot right in front of me i'd give up too i don't know how much fight i would have in me but she keeps trying to fight through this well i think as a parent there's also the other side of it of my baby just got shot i'm gonna fucking take you out and i'll die doing it also that you know i think it could go i think both of these characters are good examples of what might happen what could Mm -hmm. happen one george first of all he's already so hurt he can't walk so it's Mm -hmm. not like he can just get up and keep trying anyways wait there for them to kill him yeah And she is going to, like, try to get up and hobble onward, you know, Mm because, or she just lays there and waits for them as well, which, if that's the option, she also has to lay there where the body of her son is. And he was shot point blank range with a shotgun. And I know this is really graphic, but there's probably not much recognizable left. Yeah. So you don't want to fucking see that. She does... At this point, now we are in fight mode, though, Mm -hmm. with her. And she even tries to get her husband up. And she's like, all right. They do have a moment of, you know, Mm -hmm. grieving for their kid. That makes me want to cry. Like, even now talking about it. Like, I can't imagine, like, even, like, losing one of my dogs. Like, I just can't can't go there. And, like, seeing someone kill them. Even if if it was my dog, I'd go yeah. fucking Rambo. Like, absolutely say, I fucking not. I think that's where she is, and I think that's where I'd be. Yeah. Uh, if you just killed my baby, I will fucking go to the ends of the earth to kill you now. Yeah. I'm not sure which one I would be, but, like, right now in my headspace, oh, you, I fuck mm-hmm. you up. Yeah. Don't fuck with me or my babies. Mm-hmm. Me, actually, you can fuck with. Not them. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I have more regard for their life than I do my own. Exactly. So, I'm that one not. where I want to put up a thing that if anybody ever breaks into my house take whatever you want shut the door so my animals don't get out like i'm that person so yeah yeah. just like take the fucking tv Uh but 
shut the door and leave my dogs alone. Exactly. Yeah. And they shot him because he was trying to run away. And that's why I said that. Supposedly. Yeah. He's like, he's trying to run away. And the other guy's like, no, you're supposed to count up. So it's like, is it the game or is he trying to run away? What lie are we listening to right now? Yeah. And if he was trying to run away, that's kind of why Georgie seems to be the bravest in the situation yeah. because this, this would have been the second time he just tried yeah. to run. I mean, we're assuming that he did try to run away because they were sitting on the couch before. And, and now you he's see by his the body, TV. He's over by the TV. Exactly. Yeah. So he probably was trying to run. Yeah. Which I would if someone pointed to me with a shotgun and said, eeny, meeny, miny, mo," And it's pointing at you. I mean, exactly. if you're going to die anyways, you might, might as, as well, well try. try. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I do have to mention, they are left alone for whatever reason. I don't remember what the reason is the guys leave. They're like, oh, we just killed our kid. They ain't going anywhere. It's just more of a game. It's yeah. more of them trying to sh- show, hey, you want to try to get away? You're still not going to get away. Yeah. Because she doesn't. Yeah. And they spend way too much time. Fucking A, they spend too much time. This is frustrating, leave. right? Fucking leave. They try to get their phone to work, to try to call 911 for like ever. He can stay and try to get the phone to work. Because She's naked still. He can't go anywhere. Exactly. Fucking throw your shoes on, throw your clothes on, and fucking leave. And eventually they come to that. But like after... Trying to call 911, trying to blow dry the phone, trying to call 911, trying to blow dry the phone. Oh my God, we got 911. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't. Blow dry the phone. It just is like, you are exactly. wasting all of your goddamn time. But she finally does put on shoes. And while she's trying to run away, she goes to a neighbor's house and starts screaming, but nobody's coming. So she's running down the road at some point and she is not sure if the car coming at her is the killer's or, and it's, it, it was a friend and she could have gotten it. And then the second one, she's like, oh, well, the first one was a friend. And so this one might be too. And she's fucking wrong. And she yeah. gets nabbed and she should have just hidden because I would back. just assume that every car because you can't see is them and that's how she gets fucking taken back exactly and that ruins the rest of the fucking movie exactly honestly it even starts with they take her right back to the house and big george is there trying to mess with the phone and he's in the room trying to cover up his son and you just hear the golf ball right in the beginning that they took to go shoot with the club when they they killed the dog got the dog yeah and the golf ball just drops across the floor yep and so then they play the game the loving wife Whether by knife, whether by gun, losing your life can sometimes be fun. And then he actually looks at it and she's having trouble. So basically they give her the decision to die by knife or gun and then her husband will die the other way. This is a horrible decision. Right. Because, I mean, think about it. With me or Brad or with you with Connor, if you die by knife, it's going to be incredibly painful because the knife they're giving her the option is like dinky as fuck. And Or the shotgun... That's going to be... They have to be suffering. Quick. Or if you pick shotgun, you're basically giving yourself mercy and your spouse horrific pain. And you don't want your spouse to suffer, but then you also, yourself, it's like, that's a horrible decision. Yeah. I don't think I could choose knife for myself, but I also wouldn't want them to be strapped. Yeah. It's very selfish or it's very, it's just a horrible decision and she can't make it. And he gets frustrated. And this is another fourth wall break. So he says to the camera, do you think it's enough? You want a real ending, right? With plausible plot development? <laughs> <laughs> and they want her to make the decision on how she dies. And then he says, say a prayer, anyone you want. And if you do it without any mistakes, you decide what happens next. And she says she doesn't know any. And while he's taunting her, Anne takes the shotgun and shoots Peter, who's the, yeah. you know, the other one. And then there's this other fourth wall yeah. break. 
Yes. There is a rewinding sequence, breaking the fourth wall again, because that doesn't work the way he wants it to. Which is really cool. And, yeah. You see him panic and everything and looking for the remote, and you're like, why the fuck is he looking for the remote? And then it rewinds it back to when his friend is alive. He's like, no, 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 no. This is my game. That is not how this is going to work. In the redo scene, he is successful in getting the gun away from her. So his partner doesn't die, and he shoots George. Mm Mm-hmm. So they take Anne out to the boat, and it is morning, but it's still not the 12 hours that she gets. In one of the first scenes, the Georges left a knife on the boat when they were setting it up. And she's cutting through her ropes that she's tied up with, but they see it immediately. And they just throw the knife overboard, and then, ciao, Bella, and they push her. Yeah. (laughs) And then they have a conversation about universes and film and reality, which is funny because it kind of goes in with the fourth wall breaks. Right, exactly. And then they pull up to another family's dock and they start the whole fucking thing over. Right, which we had seen that family previously when they were torturing this family. So this is just what they're doing throughout this whole little community. Torturing rich families. And you never find out why. You never find out their names. There's no No. rhyme or reason that you ever know. They just go around torturing rich families. Playing games. Yep. I love this movie. (laughs) <laughs> what would you give it though five out of five really? i love this movie it's yeah. so much fun it's it's still gruesome horror without being too gruesome like it's not your, like you're seeing the kid's head or stuff yeah. like that and oh, it's great i, I really like with them yeah i really like the creativity with all like the fourth wall breaks mm-hmm. to show that you can do that it doesn't have to be like a perfect like film and without taking you out of it and mm-hmm. still can have those creative points to it right. the fact that it was done by the same director too a decade later in yeah. english because the first one is not that's pretty cool he that loved is, this yeah. so much he's like let's do it again let's <laughs> do it twice <laughs> <laughs> and be with being done by the same director you know that he probably or i'm sure he put the same love mm-hmm. into it so that they're probably not one's not going to be like it's an, not going to ruin an the atrocity story. or yeah. an insult mm-hmm. you know so yeah, I probably give this a solid four. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it too. Even the second time. Yeah, that's good. It was really good. It's entertaining and it gets started really quickly. And if you've never seen it, you know it keeps you guessing. And every time something happens, you're like, "What the fuck?" Right. So exactly. yeah, it's really good. I really highly recommend it. And it's not one in for me like before you had recommended it to me. I'd never really even heard, heard of it. Yeah. So it's not really something that. I really had heard people talking about. So it's kind of one of those hidden gems for mm-hmm. me. Maybe I'm wrong and it's super mainstream and everybody's fucking seen it. But for me, it was one of those that right. I had never really heard talked about. So yeah. I highly recommend you give it a watch if you haven't. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And thank you again for Audible for sponsoring this episode. Mm-hmm. And if you hit up that free trial, uh, we would really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It is audibletrial.com slash the Exorcisters. Mm-hmm. So that would mean a lot to us. You can also hang out with us on all of our socials. It is the Exorcisters podcast or on Twitter, the Exorcisters. You can also join our Patreon family at patreon.com slash the Exorcisters podcast. And next time, oh yes, there will be blood. Till then, stay creepy.